Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is internet marketing. to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing, and uh, today I'm joined by Peter Howard, founder and host at Slow Hustle Podcast. How are you doing, Peter? Doing great, Andy. How are you? I'm doing very, very well. Did I, did I uh, pronounce your name correctly? You got it, man. You got it. You did great. Fantastic. So let's start off then, because I know that you're uh, on, a, on a satellite phone in the middle of Arizona, so <laughs> we better get on with it. Uh, tell us a bit about yourself, first of all. Yeah, yeah, great, man. Uh, and the internet connection should be great. I think we'll be fine. Um, I'm doing so right now. Um, you know, we're working on Slow Hustle podcast, and it's a it's kind of a passion project, if you want to call it that. That stemmed out of frustrations from you know your typical entrepreneurial struggles, and I felt like it was something that a lot of the entrepreneurs, if not all entrepreneurs, deal with, which is the roller coaster slash manic depressive nature of entrepreneurship, but we don't talk about necessarily. And so um, bringing that out into the open, having folks have an open and honest discussion about the kind of the struggles of entrepreneurship so then that we can all kind of work together and figure out, you know, their tactics on what they're doing, how they're using um, certain tactics and, and tricks to get themselves through kind of the downside of entrepreneurship and back on the upswing. So, Peter, I know that you know you're an entrepreneur that's made a podcast. What was your sort of um, your background before you started the po- podcast? What were you sort of doing with yourself? Sure, sure. And I'm still, you know, operating multiple businesses. And so this is one project that we're, you know, that we're getting off the ground that's doing very well so far. But at the same time, um, you could say I lack a little bit of focus. Only that I like to dabble in many different ventures. And so. Working on, um, I have an e-commerce business in the automotive sector that I've been running for 15 years. Um, and then we also have started a new venture that is an e-commerce, um, but actually in the food space. And so it's a mission-related organization um, that's selling a food product that is also has this, this mission focus behind it, which is partnering with organizations that foster entrepreneurship in, in kids and adults. So it's a podcast that is uh, sort of focusing on successful entrepreneurship, I guess, isn't it? You got it. You got it. And, you know, and here's the thing that I think we learn a lot from people's successes and, and you know, uh, in different business ventures. But I think we learn a lot more from their failures. And it sounds cliche, 
Um, but I think there's a lot of truth there because a lot of times, you know, a big part of success, and you probably agree with this, Andy, is that there's a huge element of luck there. And some of it is, you know, luck that you can uh, instill, so to speak. Um, a lot of it is just like dumb luck. And so I think you learn a lot more from the failures because you can analyze those. You can see what you've done wrong and then move forward on them. And so I'll give you a really great example. And so it's a very early episode on Slow Hustle. Um, Zach Ware, he's part of the um, Vegas Tech Fund. Um, and he noticed that every Wednesday morning he'd come in and a lot of times he, he could not focus. He was having issues with that. He was feeling stressed out, et cetera. Mm. And realized it was because Mondays just burning it at both ends. He was just, you know, working long hours and he's giving it all he had because it was early, you know, the beginning of the week. And finding out that he was just completely depleted mentally and physically. And so what he would do is he would block off the calendar every Wednesday morning, get on his motorcycle, ride through the mountains, come back mentally refreshed, and then be able to go at it again with the energy that he had Monday and Tuesday. And so those are just like, there's this one very small example of ways that you figure out, okay, this is what's getting me down. These are the reasons I can't focus. This is the reasons why I feel kind of scattered. And this is what I need to do. This is my mechanism in order to regain my focus and my stability. And a lot of other folks talk about meditation, yoga, et cetera. Mm. So it sounds very woo-woo, but I think that if you want to be a major player, if you want to be someone that, that can seem to get two weeks worth of work done or three weeks, weeks worth of work done in one week, you've got to figure out what those triggers are and how to, how to alleviate them. Now, what really interests me about you and the Slow Hustle podcast is that I speak, being a podcaster myself, I get loads of questions from people because podcasting is um, an extremely good way of promoting either yourself or, or a business. But I get the impression that this, the Slow Hustle podcast, am I right in thinking that, that when you created it or started doing it, you didn't necessarily do it to promote any particular business? Was it just more of a labor of love for you? You got it, man. Yeah, you hit it on the head, Andy. And it's, it's for me, it's like, you know, I call it, you know, in the beginning, I definitely called it a selfish project because for me, it's like, I want to hear for me. I don't care if anybody's listening. I want to hear for me. What are these guys doing? People that I look up to that are, you know, seemingly have it all together and super focused and very effective and efficient with their time. How are they handling the stresses? And you find out some very interesting things. One, you get these tips like I just mentioned. But you also find out that they don't have it together, you know, like they're struggling with the same thing you're struggling with. You find out that everybody's a human, which sounds weird, but, you know, it's one of these things that you look at folks and you feel like they're superhuman or they're they're, they're in a, like a whole different class. And really, they get up and they have the same issues, the same, you know, uh, struggles with self-doubt, et cetera, that you do. And to me, it's, it's, it's humbling and it's, it's, uh, it's one of these things that's really nice to hear because then you're like, okay. They're just like me. They're just in a different stage of life. How are they dealing with things? How can I get to where they are? How can I get past where they are? And the best way to do that is to pick their brain and find out. Yeah. So what would you say to someone? Uh, I mean, we're still on the, on the sort of metadata about this podcast. We'll drill into the actual podcast in a minute. But what would you say to people who might come to you and say, do, do you think podcasting is a good way of promoting my product or my business would you say it's a good idea or would you say like i sometimes do that in some ways it's actually easier if you're just trying to express yourself and put forward something you believe very strongly and very passionate about which which way do you sort of side with on that well my answer is gonna be weird because i I think it's both yeah Um, i think i think that um you you develop these very very deep relationships and so 
everyone that's listening is um, of the you know they're 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 in the internet space. They they're watching analytics. They're watching these numbers, right? Mm-hmm. And this is what I found because I'm the, I'm that same guy. Is that you look at these numbers and you're like, wow, these numbers are much lower than I'm used to looking. Let's say at analytics for an e-commerce site or analytics for an internet marketing site, right? Mm-hmm. But but what you what you have to remember is that it, that the analytics and podcasting is like. That's a person who downloaded an episode and likely sat in their car or washing dishes or at their desk and they listened to you have a conversation or if it's a monologue type podcast, they listened to your voice. Mm. They sat, they were flying the wall and they had a discussion with you, like, you know, so to speak. And that to me is totally different than a visit to a site, a click to a site, right? Yeah. And so you develop this very intimate relationship with people. I'd run into folks that I knew that I had no idea were listening to the podcast, and they would bring up to me things that I said or things that a guest said, more importantly, on the show. I had no idea they were listening. And they felt like they had this connection with me through mm. this conversation that they got to sit in on. And so on that side, I feel like you, you can develop just crazy deep relationships. My family and I are traveling for 10 months right now all across the United States, and I've developed relationships with people through the podcast. Either they were guests or they're friends of friends of friends, and now everywhere that we're going, I've got a laundry list of folks that want to grab a drink, grab some food, grab some coffee, and those things never would have happened through the traditional route or they would have happened but it would have been much slower and much less i mean we have a serious mass of folks that want to meet which to me is super exciting um and humbling the other side is those folks are much more apt to buy something from me than someone i don't know that's obvious and so the numbers may be smaller but they'll grow. I mean, as you as you work on your podcast, as you know, Andy, over a long period of time, your 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 audience will grow. Yeah. But the R the ROI, I mean, the percentage of those folks that would buy something from me versus the same number off the street is much much higher. Yeah, it's amazing. And I, I know that uh, both of our listeners now have got a really good relationship. No, I'm just kidding. It's more than two. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, though, isn't it? Because the uh, it, it's all about sort of very much more personal, strong relationships rather than a whole sort of raft of a big sort of bunch of people that that might have visited your site and might have interacted it's it's a smaller group of people that you know have probably you know had you in their earbuds for 20 minutes or 30 minutes or however long it is yeah and just imagine like you know you said 20 30 minutes imagine somebody sitting on your site for 20 30 minutes like that person's going to be totally different yeah. than someone who came and bounced out maybe a minute and a half two minutes in um, but they actually got to sit and have a conversation. They got to listen to your voice. Mm. And, um, and so let's say you have a podcast and you're like, man, I'm only getting 200, 300 downloads an episode or something like that. I always think like, no, no, let's flip that. Let's think about you sitting in a room having a conversation with somebody if it's an interview style podcast or if you're just, you know, you're just on the mic. Mm. Imagine a room with 200 or 300 people yeah. listening. Yeah. That to me is completely different. Yeah, yeah. And the other amazing thing is I think, Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We did a calculation, or we, I think I did a calculation back a couple of years ago that, uh, and it's probably even better for you, I'd imagine, but I worked out that at any moment in time, there were between 15 and 20 people listening to the Internet Marketing Podcast in the world, which is quite an interesting concept to think about. Very, very interesting. And so you look at that, and it's so different than site visit, you know, site traffic or something like that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a completely different level. And, you know, kind of the icing on the cake, Andy, I think, is like, you know, we talk about the personal side. We talk about how they're going to have higher ROI. But even more importantly, kind of the umbrella that covers all of that is it's much more fun. Like, I think this is a much more fun way to do business through yeah. deep relationships and having conversations than just, you know, setting up ads, driving traffic, having people make a purchase. That's cool, too. And I love that. And I still do that. But this is really, to me, this is this is fun. So how are you getting sort of feedback, Peter? Are you in, How are you encouraging people to sort of feedback? Are you just saying email me or, you know, sort of tweet me or how, how are you sort of approaching that? Yeah, so I'll take conversation in a number of ways. And so, you know, obvious social ones, Facebook, Twitter, um, we're on Instagram now. Um, but then we also have been playing with, like I just did a, an ep- episode recording yesterday, and uh, we're using Periscope. I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Periscope there. Yeah, but, yeah, um, that's really on the up at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, it was really, really fun. So, so you know, the interviews, obviously, we're not doing live, but then on Periscope, I'll just set up my phone on a tripod and actually have people watch us record the episode. And that's been really, really fun. And so to me, it's like those are the diehard folks that are going to sit and, and watch you guys record an episode, you know, for ours is an hour long. So, for, you know, an hour long podcast. Um, but it's really fun because then you get to see them coming in. They get to watch you. People love behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, it's just yeah. like it's a completely different level. And then when we're done and we, we, we stop recording the episode, we'll, keep, we'll stay on Periscope and ask folks questions and they can live ask questions via there. And so um, I have found that really, really fun. Another new kind of avenue played with it yesterday is called Blab. I don't know if you're familiar with Blab. Blab. No, but- that's a new one to me. Yeah, so look at Blab. That one is is up and coming. That one, um, to me, is um, the very obvious next Twitter acquisition, but I could be completely wrong. Yeah. Um, but it's another another level of engaging with your audience, and so we're going to be playing with that. And what happens is, is it's um, I don't know if we want to get into it, but bl- I mean Blab allows you to have this Periscope like conversation. Yeah. Except you can chat with them back and forth, which Periscope is very much one way. You can't you know, type chat back and ah. forth. But then, but they take it a step further is you can ask people if they want to join on the conversation. Yeah. They click join, you, the moderator can accept them and then they're actually video chatting with you 
live. Amazing. And so it's it's a completely different level. And so that that to me was, uh, you know, I did my first real experience with it yesterday and very, very powerful. Yeah, it's really interesting how these uh, these new generations of uh, like sort of interactive video platforms are coming on. I mean, I remember a, a year or two ago, it was GoToWebinar, wasn't it? And uh, some people loved it, some people hated it. But now it's right. It's much more lightweight, isn't it? It's much easier to do. I mean, I love the way that you uh, you said you had your mobile phone on a tripod. I just imagine you sitting in the middle of the Arizona desert with your mobile phone on a tripod. <laughs> the satellite connection. connection. Well, I tell you, man, you know, we know we all talk about the democratization of technology and like anybody can be a journalist now. But yeah, I think uh, I think a bigger piece of that is like the Internet's coming full circle. It's becoming more personal now where it's like, you know, you went very corporate and you wanted to feel like you were um, sitting up high and make you have this perception of a very large organization, even if you're a small one person e-commerce shop. And I think now. It's cool to be the one one man e-commerce shop. It's cool to be the guy doing all your video on your iPhone because they want to. They want this more personal touch. They want to feel like they know you. Yeah. Versus versus corporate Andy, right? It's like they want to know. Oh, you're just sitting in your car and you're recording this video, or you're sitting in your car having a quick live Periscope, um, you know, or a live blab. Now that it is, and so I think they want that personal feel again. Yeah. So, Peter, how are you hosting your podcast and getting stats and things like that? Which platforms are you using? Yeah, Libsyn. So, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. I think that's kind of the go-to. It's very yeah. affordable mm. and very reliable. And I think all the big podcasters are using them. Are you using, Andy? Actually, I'm not. You know, I'm, I'm using... Uh, I'm, all I've done is I've actually hosted... Because I was hosting for loads of other people as well. So, I just bought a, a one-on-one server. Mm. Uh, you know, one-on-one. Yeah, yep, uh, just bought a serve, and I'm just using that. But I keep looking at um, Libsyn because it does look very nice, and the uh, stats look lovely, don't they? Yeah, the stats are the stats are great. I mean, of course, you'd always love to have a lot of the stats that iTunes doesn't give you, but you know, Libsyn will give you all kinds of stats. You got day stat, daytime stats, um, episode stats, ge- yeah. um, geographical, everything. Yeah. So going into the sort of meat and veg of the podcast. Um, what sort of people are you meeting? I mean, are they, are they fellow entrepreneurs or are they budding entrepreneurs or are they people already with businesses? What are you finding? Yeah, so they're all already entrepreneurs. Um, a lot of them are super successful. And the reason I do that, I mean, one is obvious. I mean, you've got um, more successful entrepreneurs that have a huge following and they're going to help with the amplification of the show. But I feel like more importantly, I want those folks that seem super elite. I want the guys that that seem like, wow, like he's got it all together. He wakes up and his pants are on straight already and his hair is combed and he's, you know, everything's going great. And to hear that that guy's struggling, like I said earlier. Yeah. That's, those, are, those are the kind of guys that I want to have. And then as far as industry, they're, they're all over the place. I mean, you've got the creative folks that are doing magazines. You've got online course guys. Um, you have people in e-commerce. You have people in travel. Um, Zach Ware, who I mentioned previously, had a startup who actually he recently shut it down where he had he was, you know, it was a car sharing, ride sharing program. Uh, it was like Uber on steroids. I don't know if you guys have Uber. Yeah, you guys have Uber. Yeah, there. we have Uber. Yes. Yeah. So this was like Uber on steroids because they like they hired all the drivers and they owned all the vehicles and it was a much more c- controlled situation. And it was it was really amazing. They had 100 Teslas and a bunch of other electric vehicles. Wow. Um, so you've got guys that are, you know, the sort of transportation in that case, but people all over the board. And it, it, I love it because then you find that they're all the same. They're all dealing with the same stuff. I had this interview yesterday and um, her name was Esprit and she had just traveled, you know, she had traveled to 14 different countries. She was backpacking and she was telling me, she's like, you're in Slovenia, you're in Italy, you're in England, you're in, you know, India, wherever you're at, 
she's like, I was finding that all the entrepreneurs are struggling with the same stuff. She's yeah. like, we're all much, clo- much closer than we think. So I thought I found that really fascinating. That's interesting, actually. You mentioned that they're all struggling with the same stuff. So uh, just before we wrap it up, what, what would you say is the most, common, the, the most common couple of challenges to people who are successful entrepreneurs, if you like? Yeah. Number one to me, self-doubt. Yeah. Without, you know, without any hesitation, because it's very easy to feel like a fraud or a fake or to feel like, wow, you know, I had it all together yesterday and today I don't. Maybe I really don't know what I'm doing. Like that to me, it takes like very small triggers. Like, you know, you can have 99 positive feedbacks and one negative and you focus on that negative and you feel feel very dumb. Right. Yeah. Um, And I'm sure you'll run into the same thing, Andy. And so self-doubt and needing folks around you to support you and pick you back up. I think is is probably the most critical. And a lot of the times it's because you're in your head so much as an entrepreneur, you're constantly thinking, you don't really turn it off. You're, you know, you're watching um, the analytics too closely. And a lot of times you just really need to take a step back. And so that's why, you know, I focus a lot on travel because I think different surroundings um, allow your mind to open up. Yes. Yeah. And, and see and see things and have a different perspective and kind of take a step back from the tree, so to speak, so you can see the forest instead of being so close to the the bark that you don't see the changes that are going on around you. And so um, self-doubt's my answer. Travel, I think, is one of the best ways to open up your mind and gain um, much better perspective. Fantastic. Well, Peter, thank you so much for sharing your experiences with your particular podcast and your your journey and its link with entrepreneurialism. I can't see, even say the word, but you know what I mean. Entrepreneurialism, that's the word I was looking for. Um, so how can we find uh, more about you and where can we find your podcast? Yeah, absolutely. So obvious places, iTunes and Stitcher. And so Slow Hustle Podcast, you can Google it. You'll find us there, slowhustle.com. And then if you want to engage with me, email is awesome, peter at slowhustle.com. Twitter, Peter Awad, it's P-E-T-E-R-A-W-A-D, or at Slow Hustle on Twitter. Either way, you can find me there. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much, Peter. And thanks to our listeners, as always. The show notes are in the normal place, sitevisibility.com slash impodcast. Um, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. I do like reviews because if you review us, um, we get more listeners and we can help more people, which is good. And if you want to email us, it's podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk. And if you want to leave a telephone message or a, a question in your, your nice voice, it's plus four four one two seven three two five six one five zero. Well, that's all from me, and it's all from Peter. Goodbye. Thanks, guys. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.